This is 89.1 WEMU, and I'm Deb Pollack, President and CEO of Creative Washtenaw. And while David Fair is out on medical leave, your solo host for WEMU's weekly feature, Creative Impact. I invite you to join me over the next few weeks as we continue to welcome creative guests and explore the impact of the arts and creative industries in Washtenaw County. It's fall, my very favorite time of the year. Cool days, nature's most magnificent color palette, and sampling Michigan cider and warm, fresh donuts. Simply the best. Fortunately for me, there are lots of cider mills in the region, each with their own character. One of the oldest is Wired Cider Mill and Apple Orchard, which was founded by George Wired in 1837, the same year Michigan became a state. It's still a family enterprise, and Brian Wired is here to tell us how Wired is involved into an agri-entertainment complex. Welcome to Creative Impact, Brandon. Hi, good morning. Thanks for being here. So, Brandon, 1837 was a long time ago. How are you related to the founder, George Wired, and what generation are you? So, I'm seventh generation, um, and I'm I'm not sure how many grades that equates to. (laughs) I guess I could have done my math. So, he's he's your grandfather. I got on my call this morning. He's a grandfather. He's a grandfather. Awesome. Yeah, that's correct. Seven generations is amazing for a family business. You know, here on, w, on, on, on Creative Impact, we explore how art and creativity intersects with all sectors. And I love the term agri-entertainment, though I must admit it's really new to me. So what exactly is that? What is agri-entertainment? So agri-entertainment, um, the country fair at the Orchard started in the early 80s, um, and that was at a point that my dad realized that, you know, as a as a farm to grow as a business, we needed to <clears throat> add something more than just the orchard itself. So we started the country fair, uh, which is, you know, sort of the usual fair, hay rides and a petting farm. And then that grew to live music and, you know, the haunted house. Well, the haunted house started as a nighttime thing, but actually ran in the daytime. Um so now it's, you know, now it's blossomed into what we have today with, you know, almost a sort of a carnival-like atmosphere, um, carnival theme park, but with the, the orchard setting and obviously, you know, more of a, a farm theme to it. Yeah, no, it's a huge enterprise. Absolutely. And um, you are, you have the best title, Director of Night Terrors as the yeah. head of the Haunted <laughs> Thrill Park, which is amazing. And haunted sure. houses have become really big businesses. How how long is the season, and how many people does Wired's Thrill Park attract to Washington County every year? Headcount, I don't know as far as how many people come through the gates. Um, that's not. I'm my focus is on the show, not the back end, <laughs> um, which which would probably stress me out more if that was all. But it's my, a lot. My job description. Oh yeah, we have we have lots of new faces come through the gates every year, uh, but then we also have tons of repeat customers too, which is great because we get compliments and comments as far as what, you know, things that we've changed and updated. Uh, the season itself runs, typically it's the last weekend in September through Halloween night. So you get a little bit of a break the next day. Um, this is no, no, we, we immediately start, <laughs> we immediately start tearing down the hayride trail. It's kind of an endeavor in and of itself. It's so probably like sure the Probably like the Thanksgiving Day parades, right? 
This is Creative Impact on 89.1 WEMU, and our guest is Brandon Wired, director of Night Terrors at Wired's Haunted Thrill Park. So make no mistake about it, this is a creative industry. And Brandon, you have a performance background in music. Has that experience informed your work as a presenter and producer of the Haunted Houses? Um, it has. I had a, I actually had a recording studio for seven years as well. Um, so when I when I came on board and started, you know, looking at the attractions and what we were doing, sound design was a big focus. So that obviously dipped into my musical world. Um, and then from the writer's standpoint, it was, you know, lines for the actors and coming up with, you know, elaborate backstories for each venue. So yeah, this, when I, you know, when I tell people what my job is, they kind of cock their heads sort of like the RCA, the Corolla dog. Uh, <laughs> Cause it, it doesn't seem like a real thing, but no, it you know it hits every mark for me as far as my creative output goes. So you know, video, video, sound, um, writing, et cetera, et cetera. So, what makes a great scary attraction? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I would say a great haunt would be something fully immersive where you feel like you've, you know, you've you've left the outer world. Um, and that there's some sort of thematic element that's taking, you know, as you're traveling through the haunted house, you still feel like you're in that same space and things are ramping up as you go. So, it's, you know, I always tell people it's 10 second theater, but also sort of this roller coaster where you're, you know, you're ramping up to that last big scare. I love that 10 second theater. Are the attractions designed and built in house or is there like a, a I don't know, a haunted house attraction catalog or store that you go to? So we do, obviously, you know, set design and things like that are in-house. Um, I do have a friend who's a prop maker, so we, we employ him as much as we can to do things custom. Because there's a lot of haunted houses that you go through, and you'll, you know, if you go through as many as I have, you'll you'll see a prop and go, oh, that's, you know, I know the exact companies because these are, you know, these are companies in, in our industry, and we do actually have a trade show in St. Louis every year, which, if you can imagine being backstage at a rock concert for four days, that's about what it's like. Um, a lot of fake blood? <clears throat> oh, lots, of, lots and lots <laughs> of fake blood, and you have, you have fog machines and sirens going off, but I always I tell people it's, it's funny, that first year you feel like you're going to Disneyland, and then now it's almost like I'm going to Walmart where I walk in and I go, okay, I need, you know, I need these custom severed heads that have chains cast into them so I can hang them from the ceiling. And then I'm quality and price shopping at the same time. Wow. This is Creative Impact on 89.1 WEMU. And I'm Deb Pollack. And I'm talking with Brandon Wired, director of Night Terrors at Wired's Haunted Thrill Park in Ypsilanti. So monsters, costumes, makeup, and sets, oh my. What are the different jobs that are required to run this operation? So obviously, yeah, obviously we have 500 attractions and short span of time. So there's, you know, there's all the prep, but then there's also everything happening during the season. Um, so we have, we have our own makeup department um, with our lead makeup person who's also been working on some set design this year with us. Um, you know, we, we have our event coaches, uh, costuming. I mean, everyone. It's like theater. Everyone for it. Yeah, everyone for Night Terrors wears different hats. We have someone that actually works in our bakery who does uh, theater costumes in the off-season, so she jumps in to help us with, with that bit. But, um, yeah, it's uh, 
you know, and it's it's a mixed bag too. We have people that come with a theater background. We have people that come just in off the street and are you know naturally Scary. naturally talented. <laughs> well, and naturally talented to just jump into a character and make it their own. So Great. I I always I always like being surprised every year by how people kind of come out of their shell as the year goes on. So um, it just sounds like so much fun. So I have to ask in this time of COVID, what uh, protocols and how are you keeping your staff and visitors safe? So last year was a little more stringent as far as what we were doing. We had all of our actors were six feet away at all times. Um, All of the actors had masks on. We had anywhere that they couldn't socially distance. We had flexi partitions up. Um, We were, you know, we were fogging the venue every half hour roughly, um, with an antiviral fog. Sorry, took my brain there a minute. Um, <laughs> still, still recovering from our, our night terrors weekend. Um, and this year we have, we've, you know, we've dialed things back a bit and now we just have all of our actors wearing masks because, you know, just being cognizant of the fact that they're yelling, it's not necessarily sure. 15 minutes in close contact, but when you're projecting like that, it's it's not a normal conversation that yeah, you're having what, with our monsters. <laughs> right, right. So it's what we're all doing in the creative industries and venues, just being trying to make everything as safe as possible. So what's your favorite part of this business? What's my favorite part? Um, I would say, I mean, I enjoy, you know, I enjoy seeing a new scene come to life for the first time, or I enjoy seeing a new actor jump into a scene where you know that historically had someone else in it for years that's since moved on to something else and I go oh they you know they've taken it on to a different place and sort of made it their own just as far as the the acting of it goes um, but I would say the feedback you know you hear hear people screaming from inside <laughs> and I and I smile or even just people walking by saying you know the haunted hayride was amazing that was you know the the sets and everything that we went through just was Disney level so for all the for all the time and energy we put into it, that makes it worthwhile. So, do you ever wonder what your seventh grade grandfather George might think about Wired's today? <laughs> I'm I'm sure he would have his head cocked like the RCA controller <laughs> dog too, Try, trying to right. figure out how apples and peaches and asparagus turned into. Uh, and actually, that's our we kind of once we. Excuse me, park me on. There's a night terrors going for you. That's some, that's some authentic haunting. Right, um, right. Well, Brandon, thanks so much for taking on, us on this ghostly tour of Wired's Haunted Thrill Park. We wish you the spookiest of seasons and happy Halloween. Thank you. You as well. That's Brandon Wired, director of Night Terrors at Wired Haunted Thrill Park. And uh, we'll look. you can find more about Brandon and the haunted house attractions at WEMU.org. I'm Deb Pollack, president of CEO of Creative Washtenaw. And uh, this is commu- your community NPR station 89.1 WEMU and WEMU HD1 Ypsilanti.